I want to preach to you a message this morning called Every Day. Look at your neighbor and say, Every Day. Every day. Notice in Hebrews 11 and verse 3, it says, Through faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. Notice that word, that. That's a very, very important word. It does not say how or when it was formed. It says that it was formed. And that's what we want to focus on today. We believe that God created the heaven and the earth. And as our creator, there is absolute intention and purpose for everything that he does. I mean, we could look at the creation in Genesis 1, but we want to center in on day 4. So pull the scripture up in Genesis, I believe it's chapter 1 and verse 14. And let's look at that. It says, God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. It's on this day four. He created the stars and our moon for the purpose of making seasons, days, nights, and years. In a day and a night, how many hours are there? And God places tremendous value in his interaction between himself and his people in a day. Everyone say every day. <laughs> every day, every day, every day. And so we're going to look at some examples this morning of the day. In Exodus chapter 16 and verse 4, the Lord said to Moses, Look, I'm going to rain down food from heaven for you each day. He didn't say each year. Each day the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need for that day. Notice it was not for the month. It was not for a year. It was for a day. Every day. Every morning. Now notice with me and drop down to verse 21. It says, after this, the people gathered the food morning by morning. Each family according to what they had need. So this occurred on a daily basis. What else do we find in the word of God that occurs on a daily basis? You'll love this one. Psalm 68, 19. We got any shouters in the house. He said, blessed be the Lord your God, who... What does he do? He daily loads us with benefits. If you were asked Pastor Tom how he's doing, he'd say, I'm loaded daily. Hallelujah. Loaded with the blessings. Now, this is the style of his giving. He dispenses his goodness daily. In Matthew 6, 11, Jesus said, give us. You can do better. Give us this day. Our monthly bread. 
not our annual bread, but oh God, give us this day our daily bread. And so there should be an expectation of something coming to you daily. What else happens daily? For which cause we faint not, though the outward man is decaying, yet the inward man. The inward man is renewed day by day. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So no matter what age you are or what age you get to, no one gets too old to be spiritually unfruitful. You can be spiritually fruitful every day. Everyone say every day, every day, every day. What else happens daily? Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. Read it with me. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Verse 23. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Isaiah said it like this in verse 2. But the Lord be merciful to me. For I have waited upon you. Be my strong arm each day. And be my salvation. Come on, somebody. Be my deliverer. Be my healer. Be my financier. Be my peace giver. Be my joy giver. In times of trouble. So what we've seen so far... The strength of God, the mercy of God, and the provision of God come to us on a daily basis. In Ephesians, the first chapter, in the third verse, it says, Blessed be the Lord God, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places In Christ Jesus, God has put into your account every spiritual blessing. But our attitude must never be great. God, thank you for loading the shelves. I'll see you later. Thank you, Lord, for blessing me. I'll see you when I get to heaven. That's not the idea. Because God has built in each and every one of us a capacity to receive in the natural realm food every day, every day. You don't eat annually. Last week it was more like hourly. For some it was half hourly. For others, it was nonstop. As our Creator, He designed us to eat and to drink every day. In the same way, He made us with the same capacity 
to receive from him all he has for you on a daily basis. We are not just to interact with him on Sunday morning. We are not just to interact with him when we have a difficulty or have a test. We are to live in him and he is to live in us. And we are to live for him every second of the day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not just at the beginning of the year when everyone makes a commitment. Not just at a special conference. But living for him, how often? Every day. Psalms 145.2 says this, I will praise you every day. I will praise you forever. Now, if we never have him on our mind, if we never think of him, we won't praise him every day. The easiest way to keep your mind on the Lord is through thanksgiving. I think we ought to take 10 seconds right now and give God some praise. Oh, let's thank Him. (coughs) Let's thank Him today. Glory to God. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Woohoo! Glory to God. (laughs) <laughs> Glory to God. Look at Psalm 8, verse 34. It says this. Proverbs 8, verse 34 says this. He said, Blessed is the man who listens to me. There's a lot of voices out there. A lot of those voices are not worth listening to. Because it stops up the voice of God from getting to you. But blessed, you're blessed. Blessed is the man who listens to me watching daily. Don't miss this. Watching daily at my gates. Watching at the posts. Of my doors. The man is not blessed who just marks off one day a week to hear from him. He has something to say to those who will hear. Anybody need some direction? Anybody need wisdom? Wait at his gates. Watch for him. Listen to him. This next one's a little strong. Are you ready? Look with me at Luke chapter 9, verse 23. Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, he'll be happy every day of his life. Everything will be a flowery bed of ease. Life will be like a ripe cherries falling off a tree. No, it says, let him deny. And take up his cross and follow Take up his cross daily and follow me. This is not once. This is a daily event. One of the things that I believe that taking up our cross and following him means 
is the divine purpose for our life. How many of you know that God's purpose for your life must be chosen daily? God's placed in you gifting. God's placed in you talent. But those do not function automatically. We must choose to use what he's given to us daily. And that's part of taking up your cross and following him. Because quite frankly, your flesh does not want to fulfill his purpose every day. Sometimes our flesh wants to fulfill his purpose when we feel like it. Folks, if you wait till you feel like it to fulfill what God's placed on the inside of you, you'll never, ever get to first base. There is a denial of the flesh. There is a putting under of our selfish ambitions. There is a daily picking up our cross and fulfilling His divine purpose for our lives. If you want to move up higher in your purpose, it's not just a song. It's not just singing, it's a new season, it's a new day. Well, it's a new season, all right. But if we want to come up every step, we must make the choice. Say it with me today. I'm going to follow you with all my heart. See, what we see in the Word of God today is daily. You know, in Hebrews, it says, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. How many of you know that we can't obey for tomorrow? We can't obey for 10 years down the road. We're not there yet. I can't praise him for next year today. It's from the rising of the sun. Till the going down of the same. The name of the Lord is to be praised. Hallelujah. I can't take up my cross and follow him for next Wednesday. But I can do it today. And tomorrow, I can do it all over again. And so can you. And so this starts then with a daily dependence on him. You know, Jesus, he was fully aware why he came. He was fully aware what his purpose was here on earth. He knew that he came from the father and that one day he would return to the father. And as born-again believers, when we receive Jesus, we know that we will go to heaven. But what about the days in between? What about Monday? What about Tuesday? See, Jesus, what he did is what we can do. He modeled 
a total dependency on his father. He said this, he said, without him, I can't do anything. I only do as the father instructs me to do. I only act out what I see my father doing. He got that by living in vital communion with his father. He was God dependent. And I believe that what the Spirit of God is saying to us this morning, we must learn to be God dependent. Live for Him every day of our lives and we will see the goodness of God happen in our lives. So we've talked about some great things this morning about every day. But there's also another adversary that does things every day. You can see this in the Old Testament. You remember the story of Joseph. Joseph was sold into slavery. He ended up over in Potiphar's house. And Potiphar's wife tried to seduce him. And Joseph was smart. He took an exit, exit stage right. And he was accused wrongly of it. But I want you to notice in Genesis 39 what Potiphar's wife was doing. It says in verse 10, she kept putting pressure on Joseph day after day. But he refused to sleep with her and he kept her out of her way as much as possible. So we see that God's not the only one doing something every day. Think about Samson. Samson was this mighty man. He was strong. But he had a weakness. And it was his flesh. It was those Philistinas. (laughs) Those nasty, nasty Philistinas. <laughs> and Delilah was sent to find out what Samson's strength was. And so she kept seducing him and kept seducing him. And finally, she annoyed him so much that he gave her what his strength was. And we see this in Judges sixteen sixteen. It says, and it came to pass when she pestered him daily. With her words and pressed him so that his soul was vexed to death. How about Saul? He hunted David daily. I mean, David wrote about it. In 1 Samuel 23 and verse 14, it tells us that David now stayed in the strongholds of the wilderness... And in the hill country of Ziph, Saul hunted him day after day... But God didn't let Saul find him. Aren't you glad? And so Saul hunted David relentlessly. Delilah pestered Samson daily. We see that Potiphar's wife just kept after him day after day after day. Does it sound familiar? And then there was Lot. Lot was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. Saul saw some things that tormented him day after day. 
Don't put yourself in a position to look at wickedness. Everything you see in Hollywood is someone trying to save the world from some alien intruder. I get so tired of it, I'm ready to go back and watch Father Knows Best and leave it to Beaver. Or Columbo even. Well, it doesn't bother me, Pastor. You think it doesn't bother you, but your spirit is feeding on the spirit of this world, and the spirit of this world never produces anything fruitful or peaceful in our souls. And so if Saul was tormented day after day by the wickedness that he saw, listen, folks, let us come out from among them and let us be separate. Let us be very diligent about what we see, what we hear, what we say, what we feel and what we touch. Come on, somebody. I know I'm preaching really good. But the biggest one is found in Revelation. In verse 12, uh, chapter 12 and verse 10 and 11, it says this. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. It has come at last salvation and power in the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to the earth. The one who accuses them before our God. Day and night. But they overcame him. They defeated him. By the blood of the lamb. And by the word of their testimony. Don't wait to plead the blood at the end of the day. Plead the blood at the beginning of the day. Don't wait to speak the word of God when trouble comes. Speak the word of God daily. Declare the word of God daily. Stand up daily. Walk by faith daily. Take your authority daily. Woo! Glory to God. Don't wait till it gets too bad. Oh, I guess I better pray. Where's the where's those scriptures? I'm pleading the blood, Ethel. No. Get him down in your spirit. He is the accuser of the brethren, and sometimes he accuses people to other people. And he harps on people. See what they're doing? See what they're doing? See how they're acting? Won't you look in the mirror? And then he accuses us with accusing words. <clears throat> you good for nothing. You idiot. You think you're saved acting like that? The word from the head of the church is this. Don't you receive the enemy's accusations and never say what he says about you. Rise up with a believing heart every day. And speak God's word over those lies. Here's how we stand. Here's how we fight. Here's how we walk in the victory that has been given to us by the blood of the Lamb. By the word of your testimony. 
Say this with me right now. In the name of Jesus, I plead the mighty blood of Jesus over my spirit, over my mind, over my body, over my family, over my nation. In Jesus' name, I plead the blood. I have faith in the blood. I declare freedom by the blood and by the word of my testimony. Can somebody testify this morning? Can you testify that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world? Can you testify that God's not given you a spirit of fear, but a power and a love and of a sound mind? Can you testify today and say, I've been redeemed from the curse of the law and I believe it and I'm saying it. Can you testify today that you're an heir of God, a joint heir with Jesus Christ? Can somebody up in here testify? Can somebody up in here speak the word of the living God? Stop taking up with those abusive accusations. For every accusing, death-giving thought, God has got a life-giving thought found in His Word. So find the Word and speak the Word and put the devil on the run. Resist His accusations. And His accusations will have to stop. And they will have to run from you as in tear. In closing this morning, I think... I want to look at some ways that we can receive and give to him on a daily basis. Here's our assignment for the week. Number one, every day, give him your attention. Give him your attention. Look to him. I like how Corinthians says, Behold him as in a mirror. The glory of God. Do what we instructed you to do about a month ago. Wait on him. Those who expect Jehovah. Those who look to him. Those who honor him. Those who wait on him. They will pass from weakness to power. Give him your attention. It's not that difficult to do. I like what Benny Hinn wrote years ago. He wrote a book called Good Morning, Holy Spirit. Try that on for size. Good morning, Holy Spirit. This is the day that the Lord has made. Yeah, but I haven't had my coffee yet. Well, your coffee will get a lot better if you'll give God attention first. In other words, don't wait till the cobwebs flee before you give God attention. Put him first. Look at your neighbor and say, give him attention. And then number two, while you're giving him your attention, number two, give him your cares. 
Cares come to us on a daily basis. Right? That's why Peter said, casting all your care upon him. Why? Because he cares for you. I like how Jesus said it in Matthew 6.34. He said, don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough. Cast it on him. Roll it on him. Well, I got big meetings this week. Well, get him involved in your meetings. Pray ahead of time. Don't wait till you get to the meeting to pray. Pray before you go to the meeting. Don't wait to pray. Till you get to the grocery store, pray before you get to the grocery store. I like what mom says. The kids kind of tease her about it. She says, I've got parking favor. Amen. And sometimes they tease her about it. And we'll pull into a great big huge mall. There it is, right there, right in front. The girl's got parking favor. Yeah. Don't wait till tomorrow. What you can do today. That's right. Amen. Well, someday I'll do this and someday I'll do that. Someday never comes. That's right. Do today what God has given you to do today. Yes. Let's do this right now. Lord God, Lord God, I roll all my cares of this holiday season completely and entirely over on you. I thank you for providing for me and providing for my family. I am carefree. Ooh, glory. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. I'm carefree. What does that mean? I don't have a care. Yeah, but this is going on. Yeah, but I'm not worried about it. Well, what are you going to do about this? What are you going to do about that? I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do, but I'm prayed up. And I know when the time comes, I'll do the right thing. Glory to God. Don't wait to claim Psalm 91. Claim it every morning. Amen. Claim it before you go into Macy's. Yeah, but this is happening. That's happening. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Somebody says, Pastor Mark, do you think that really works? No, I don't think so. I know so. And I'm not trying to be arrogant here, but thinking is opposite of believing. You need to believe these things. Claim favor every day. Cast your cares on him because he cares for us. Hallelujah. So number one, give him your attention. While you're giving him your attention, cast your cares on him. Number three, receive God's life, God's wisdom, God's love, God's grace, and God's mercy and his healing and his provision every day. Say this to me. I receive your grace, your wisdom, your mercy, your healing, and your provision every day. 
Now, what this has to do with, this means that we need to learn to draw from Him. To draw from Him. He's already blessed us. There is a cascade of light and blessings coming down from the Father of lights. But here's what Jesus said we can do in John 7, and I believe it's verse 37. It says, if any man is thirsty, let him come unto me and think. Oh God, I'm just coming to you today. I need to think this out. No, you don't need to think it out. You need to pray it out and drink it out. Let him come unto me and just drink. (laughs) Glory to God. Let him drink in of his wisdom. Drink in of his strength. Drink in of his provision. Draw from him on a daily basis. Say with me, every day, I choose to draw from him. Drawing from him doesn't mean begging him. Believers are not beggars. I may go into Fremont Bank or Bank of America and want to do some transaction, perhaps maybe get some money out of savings account. So I walk up to the teller, I do my paperwork, I do what I need to do to get money out of my savings account. And while they're getting the money out, I don't hit the floor and say, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, Bank of America, please give me my money. You may end up in the hospital. And yet there's a lot of Christians doing that. They're approaching the throne of grace, not in faith, but from a beggar's attitude without faith it's impossible to please him it doesn't say without begging you get it don't you say man i'm not begging i am a believer so we're going to draw from him and then lastly we must take in his word daily take in his word daily. Here's what Proverbs says. Proverbs says, my son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from before your eyes. Why? Read it with me. For they are life unto those that find them. Take the word in daily. Proverbs 16:20 says, "He who pays attention to the word of God will find good and blessed, happy, prosperous, to be admired is he who trusts confidently in the Lord." Hallelujah. So what have we learned today? We have learned that God desires to interact with us daily. There's more than enough time in a day to interact with Him. We've seen that His strength, His provision, His faithfulness comes to you and I on a daily basis. Glory to God. This puts us in a state of expectancy, right? I'm expecting His strength to help me in a time of weakness. 
I'm expecting his provision. Hallelujah. I'm expecting his health. I'm expecting his love. Amen. We've learned today. Every day. Every day. We also learn that we have an enemy that may come to us every day. But we're not moved by that enemy. We're not moved by him. We're moved by the goodness of God. Praise God. Stand up, everybody. Hallelujah. Hmm, hallelujah. Go ahead and pray this with me this morning, if you would. This is a choice that we could make every day. Hallelujah. How many of you here this morning know that God's put some things on the inside of you that you need to really take up your cross and follow him with? Just raise your hand all over. That's all of us. Amen. So let's make the choice today at 1126 a.m. Say with me, I choose to follow you. And in following you, I must deny myself. Walking by the word. Walking in the Spirit, so that I not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I take up my cross. I know you've called me for a purpose for such a time as this. I choose daily to follow you, so that your plan may be fulfilled in my life. Hallelujah. Just raise your hand and give him praise just for a moment. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. Changes are taking place. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say with me, I choose to give you all of my attention. To roll all my cares on you. And to draw from you. Every day, every day, give me, oh God, a daily word, a daily bread in Jesus name.